Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What is the name of Thor's hammer? Mil... 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 Mjolnir? Jonathan? Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Wednesday, July 6th, and the boys are back in the Classic Factory. Great to see everyone. I'm J.E. Skeets, and alongside me, as always, we got Tass Mellis. Yeah, podcast listeners, this is for you. Yeah, we also got the bearded one, Top Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. Ayo! Ayo! The international man of mystery, taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. Mm-mm-mm. And last, certainly not least, super producer pushing in buttons, JD. Hello. There he is. And here we are. Shout out to the stream team once again for joining us live here on YouTube. If the audio sounds good, hit that like button. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Comment away. Share the show. Yeah, had a little hiccup there this morning. YouTube shitting the bed on us, getting all robotic with our voices. But I think we're okay now. Apparently so, okay. yes. Early reports are... The sound the, never sounded better, wow. according to Sarah Gray. <laughs> so uh, there you go. Email in your NBA questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. You can tweet them in at nodunksinc. That's I-N-C on the end. Later today, if you are a fan of the Vroom Vrooms, the F1 cars, no breaks with Trey and Graydon around 2 p.m. Eastern uh, breaking down that race, the British Grand Prix, which, I mean, I saw it. That was the best race of the season so far. And look, Skeets, uh, an early restart in the British Grand Prix, Man. one of the best races of the season, an early restart for no dunks here. Yep. Maybe one of our best shows of the offseason coming up. <laughs> Stay tuned. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, we got a classic, I think, lined up here. We got so much to talk about. Um, we're going to debate which team has improved the most this offseason. A lot of teams to pick from, I think. Uh, we'll share our biggest takeaways from the Rudy Gobert mm. to the Minnesota Timberwolves trade, uh, at least from you guys. I had a chance to talk about with, with the people on the stream team, but you guys can chime in. Hypothetical Kevin Durant trade packages, we'll do that. Tassie got Tweet of the Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, how was everybody's vacation? I saw you jumping off like a, I don't know, well, how, how high was that? 30, uh, feet? 30 to 40 feet, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Big old cliff <laughs> there. Little cliff. Yeah, yeah, we're out in the boat, uh, cruising around up in the Cokes. Muskoka, that is. Uh, and uh, we were cruising along and we saw a couple of kids jumping off and one of the guys I was with said, hey, you want to do that? I said, yes, I do. So, uh, Impulse. <laughs> you were, yeah, you weren't playing, you didn't, you didn't drive wow. in the boat to this. No, 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 we were driving past jump. it. And, uh, and so we, so we, uh, I jumped out of the water. This is the crazy thing. It's harder to get up than to come down mm. because you've got to like get wet. <laughs> what? And then, and then you've got to like Alex Honnold up. The, up the rocks there to get wasn't up to the like top. a little staircase no 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 no. there was no there was no escalator or anything oh. <laughs> and once you get up there's only one way down and uh, so basically you have to jump off and I did it was a very exhilarating very scary but awesome yeah. awesome feeling because you get to the edge of the cliff 30 and you're to like, 40 oh, feet is no joke that's high it is high yeah. and when the guy who jumps off before you you look down and like you just sort of see his head bobbing up there you're like oh okay anyway so uh, I 
breathed in. I took that moment <laughs> and boom, I jumped off. I mean, the plan was for an atomic sea ball. That oh, was the yeah. plan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the plan mentally. But that went out the window yeah. in less than a split second because it was like, you're like, once you're jumping, gravity just sort of says, all right, we're just yeah, taking you control of, you of your limbs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Did you uh, hurt a, a hand or anything? Slap in the water? I did, hit, I did hit the, uh, the sides oh, of the hands okay. here. Yeah. When I land, and then the pressure on the head when you when you went to the water is also pretty extreme. But uh, made it, got up, we high fived in the water, no. we broed it out. <laughs> Kids loved it. I want to know how much back and forth there was between you and Roxy, who I assume was recording. Like honestly, not that much. <laughs> oh, because, okay. Uh, <laughs> because uh, she knew. She's like once I was once I said yes, yeah, she was like, all right, I'm gonna have to record this. <laughs> got the camera out. Yeah. She was rolling there for a while. You know, probably about five minutes before the jump came. <laughs> Oh, well, she just she just went live. She was like, "He's going to want all this," and so you know, but uh, <laughs> you have to. Uh, We're going to have, have to give this to JD to cut together. <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, yeah, so it was great, great okay. feeling, awesome feeling. Highlight of the trip. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, I should answer that. I mean, we had a great time. The kids had a ball. The kids had such a great time. You know, they were out first thing in the morning. They were out uh, up up until late at night because it's so light right now. Yeah, they're having a great time. Okay. So, family. That was more fun, but personally, the uh, jump was the highlight. Yeah, <laughs> you jump off top, anything. Top and, uh, five moments. <laughs> did you jump off was there was there a drinking? possibility that you could walk away? Like, did you, if you turned around? No you way. Could, no like, you'd, way. Ha- you'd have to climb down, which would have been very way difficult. way harder yeah. because, like I say, you're you're sort of scaling. You know, I mean, like it's an incline to come down that way. You know, when you're trying to like hook your feet and arms and stuff like that when you go up that's just way more challenging yeah, and once yeah. you're up there you can't back it you can't uh, of course you, know. sure. you definitely shouldn't especially no. if you're being filmed the that's the thing time. I mean what do you do then what do you do then so, but the boys were great I thought I wonder how they're going to uh, react to this like, go dad do it alright oh. alright alright right. excellent <laughs> well did you do anything as exciting as that uh, I was on a roller coaster Ah, 30, 30 to fun. 40 That's foot fun. drop. I don't know if it was that high. <laughs> Probably less. Um, but it was fun as well. Good. Definitely my the highlight of my trip. <laughs> Family? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Coaster life. And JD, you were in Canada for a while. I was, yeah. Uh, I know you were in Digby at one point. I was point. in Digby, Nova Scotia. Uh, my f- fisherman's... Uh, my my wife's family are all uh, uh, fishermen. Okay. Uh, so obviously I went fishing, ripped some lips, as oh, yeah. uh, Trey would say. Here I am. Oh, oh wow. So this is, I caught three at one time. There's one that fell off the hook there. And the, the low, like there were five hooks on this line. Um, but I didn't like, uh, I don't like to touch them. So Lincoln did. <laughs> so he would come in, uh, measure them, throw the ones back. Uh, that we couldn't keep because they have to be at least ten inches from the from lips to tail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what type of fish are we talking? Those about? are mackerel. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Which uh, you know they're not the sexiest fish, <laughs> but uh, obviously easy to catch though. If you're uh... how dare you? Well, no, I, I mean, was the, there was there was the whole wharf was full of people and I was <laughs> the only one that I caught like fourteen of them. See, kept seven. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm just in the right all, spot. Or? How I mean, many? How many times did you say holy mackerel? Yeah. How many? <laughs> A lot. Every single. <laughs> Time, <laughs> but I'm just saying, with if you got five hooks on there, I mean, you must throw it out there. Like, are you waiting for the hooks to fill up, or you're just like you're you, know? you, you cast it out and then you sort of give it a little, yeah, like a little finesse. Yeah, and that's I think that <laughs> was my that's, that's what I could do. Yeah, that was my thing. Uh-huh. Uh, because yeah, seriously, and it's weird because you would only catch multiples at a time. Mm. Like I was out there for an hour and a half and nobody caught anything, and then it was like, boom, two on the line, boom, four on yeah. the line, like crazy. So. Okay. And you cooked them up? 
Yeah, we cooked the ones that we ate. Yeah, oh. they're, they're the, the ones that we could keep. The ones that we I would could hope keep. you just wouldn't cook the fish and sushi throw it man out. right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, awesome. And what about you? I know you didn't really go anywhere yet. No, I bought a car and I went to the pool. That's all I did. Hey. That's all I did. I'm leaving tomorrow for for a trip. Okay, there yeah. you go. Uh, well. I do have some NBA news I wanted to throw at you guys. Uh, some of it late breaking. Happened last night. Chet Holmgren. He's amazing. <laughs> uh, he shined in his first summer league game. He just filled the box score. You had Keegan Murray uh, for the Kings. Obviously a high draft pick too. He helped uh, Sacramento go to 3-0. and at the California Classic. This is one of those summer leagues that happens before yeah. actual summer league in Vegas. Sort of sneaks up on some people. Uh, the Bulls agreed to a one-year deal with Goran Dragic. Yes! Yes, you're happy about that. Uh, Thomas Bryant agreed to a one-year vet minimum deal with the Lakers. Mm. Uh, so they're getting him. And TJ Warren agreed to a one-year deal with the Brooklyn Nets. These are just some of the things that are happening over the last like 24 hours or so. We're going to get into the big, big deals from the last couple of days. But uh, any thoughts on any of that... Uh, News there? The only thing that people want to talk about is Chet Holmgren <laughs> okay. from, from that list. Chet is just too good for the competition. Should have been picked number one. He's just too good. He did look phenomenal. Yeah. I, I, I do think uh, the NBA is probably a little better suited for his game than, than the college game because he's allowed to do what he wants. The positionless basketball, the block on that perimeter, and then was able to bring it up. A center can dribble. Uh, that's pretty cool. He can play ISO a little bit more because there's more space out there uh, in the NBA game than college game. We saw him do the little Dirk move, uh, which was uh, fancy. But I, I think, you know, as much as we want to get excited about this, I think the good sign for OKC is that he's too good for everybody out there. And mm-hmm. that's the good sign that he dominated out there. And I think that's all you can take. I know we want to jump and get excited, and, and Keegan Murray should be exciting Kings fans. Um, they're winning 40 you know, games this year. Yeah, they're winning 40 games. That's exciting. <laughs> no. Yeah, but listen, Chet can obviously handle. I think people probably didn't see a lot of that, in, in especially in the tournament. I think he got a little tired as the uh, as the tournament went on. Um, and in game one of Summer League, he was showing it all. Uh, maybe the rookie wall will, will hit him somewhere down the line. I'm looking at the bot, obviously. But the guy, he is extremely talented. I mean, that Dirk move. That was neat. If they allow him to be Chet and uh, can play ISO, and he's obviously got a lot of tools. Do you allow yourself to get excited at all about any summer league uh, performances? Kevin Knox did that to me a few years ago, so I will not be buying the Chet uh, stuff right now. But it was very, very impressive what he did there last night. One of the moves I liked was a little behind-the-back dribble step back for a three. Like, he's got decent handles Mm -hmm. for a big guy, but it's going to be a little bit difficult to tell him and Poku apart immediately because uh, both of them out there are caught long, skinny guys like that. It's Uh, pretty simple. One of them is really good. (laughs) (laughs) The one who's like able to stay upright running down the court and handle the ball in open court that one's Chet uh, he looked awesome he's dominated his peers basically as long as he's been playing basketball the question will be when he's against grown-ups when he's against Embiid and Jokic obviously they'll throw him around he'll get tired eventually but like he was blocking the tallest guy on the court he was blocking the smallest guy on the court shooting a jumper he was hitting dunks he was hitting three-pointers He's just going to get a dumb nickname pretty soon. Like You bet Chet? You bet Chet. <laughs> no <laughs> red Chets. <laughs> Something I don't no know. Just call him Chet. Yeah, that's like, a great name. We've been trying to give Luka Doncic a nickname for his entire career when Luka is a cool nickname. There hasn't been a Chet in the league for 50 years. Just go with Chet and let him <laughs> make Chet a cool name for kids again. Right. I don't know. He looked awesome, though, and he should have went number one. Oh, okay. Wow. He's Lock it in. After Lock it in. Game. Lock it in. It. No, I called it beforehand. Okay. He was always my number one okay. guy, but uh, the Magic didn't want him. 
I think we're going to get... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think we get Chet versus Jabari maybe in the first... Do I have that right? In the first game of Summer League in Vegas? Do they have them on the schedule? I'm not looking up the schedule yeah. quite yet of yeah. games. <laughs> I'm, this, saying, I, I'm saying it out loud and I'm not convinced at a time. that yeah. I'm right. But. Yeah, the defense is good. That's not going anywhere, I think. Anyways, let's let's stop analyzing this game. He he does look absolutely great. I think yeah. I don't know if people are going to confuse Poku and Chet, but people will confuse Jalen Williams and Jalen Williams. Number one because yeah. they play on the same team, they have the same name, <laughs> and one wears eight and one wears six. Those yeah. numbers are yeah. look exactly the same. Yeah, refs are going to have a tough tough time there. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, Thunder looking great here, and like I said, Kings too, uh, winning all their games, and they're coming out fired up. Fan base, see that clip going around, Lee. Everybody I did. Yelling forty I did. wins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Keegan Murray, I mean, you know. Let's briefly touch on him. I thought yeah. he looked pretty composed out there. Yeah. You know, he, he looked good as well. You know, like usually it's second summer league for some of these guys. It's like, okay, that guy shouldn't be playing. He's, you know, he, he's already, you can tell he's better than everyone else. A bit like Chet. I thought Keegan was like, hey, he's moving around pretty well there. Composed, got a nice handle, got to the uh, got to the line, oh, got to the, into the lane, and then even had the post-game, like, uh, interview, and he was, like, ready to go on that. So uh, <laughs> yeah. he's NBA ready, Keegan. Well uh, done, King. I think it was I think it was Ghostface Ziller made the comparison. I really liked it. Uh, Keegan Murray to sort of, like, Danny Granger. Josh Howard vibes. I was like, huh, all right, okay. I like the Danny Granger from what I've seen so far in these uh, summer league games. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not at the uh, comparison stage with him yet. Just, uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> en- <laughs> just enjoy Just enjoy something. Because the Kings have already been taking heat, of course. They could have taken uh, Jaden Ivey first. But they didn't. They chose Keegan Murray. And uh, from the highlights I saw of him last night, don't worry, he'll be okay. Look, here's the thing. Yeah, okay, it's Summer League. Who really cares yeah. about any of this? I mean, you've seen Anthony Randolph go for, you know, a 40-point game yeah. in Summer League action. doesn't sometimes translate into NBA success. But you would, you'd rather this type of box score from a Chet or a Keegan than the opposite, yeah. where the guy goes totally. uh, 0 for 9, 4 turnovers, uh, looks out of his you know out of his depth and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, yeah, great start there for uh, Thunder and Kings fans. Okay. Let's get into Kevin Durant trade packages, and then we will talk about uh, teams making improvements this offseason and the Gobert trade and all that. Um, you know, sort of back to the TJ Warren part of this, though. I, you're, you're right. No one really probably cares about that all that much. But I heard the Glue Guys, which is a great Nets podcast on the Athletic Network, pointing out how it's maybe interesting that Sean Marks here and the Nets are adding players amidst all this Kevin Durant slash Kyrie drama. What are they doing? Right. So It's a little Brian Windhorst What are They traded for Royce O'Neal. Right. A first round pick for him. They traded a first round pick for Royce O'Neal, defensive forward, and TJ Warren now. It's only going to get them wins. And they signed Patty Mills, and they signed Nick Claxton back. Right. It's intriguing. So. um, It's intriguing. It's very intriguing. I thought that was an interesting point. Um, But I will give you guys some trade packages, okay, that are floating around the internet, Mm -hmm. be it you know, shout out to the ringer. Our guy Dan Devine had a great article. The Athletics doing great work. Hollinger had a big list of his like potential KD trades. So I picked some of my favorites. I actually just picked three from the West, three from the East. Throw them at you guys. Tell me no way. Love it. Stupid. Need more. Never gonna happen. And uh, you know, this is how we'll tackle it. Okay? okay. So I'll just start with the obvious team. I think the team at the top of the leaderboard is the Phoenix Suns. Okay. This won't take long because you've heard it already a million times. Kevin Durant to the Suns for DeAndre Ayton, Mikhail Bridges, and then with all of these, I'll just say it right now, multiple first-round picks and basically multiple first-round swaps. In all of these deals, we saw what Gobert just went for. We saw what DeJounte Murray went for. It feels like at minimum, minimum, it will be, what, three three picks and then two swaps (laughs) at the minimum, no matter who's coming back player-wise, I think. Okay. Um, Now, 
Hollinger points out with the Suns deal here with KD, an actual direct trade with Phoenix, it gets tripped up almost immediately because of like these weird salary cap yeah. rules. First, the Nets are too far past the luxury tax apron to take that Aiton in a sign and trade. And then second, Aiton's base year status prevents Phoenix from taking back all of his first year salary as a match. So there are workarounds, mm. other teams involved, other players involved. I mean, you know, Kyrie could be moved in here. I guess Ben Simmons, hypothetically. Uh, Joe Harris could be expanded. You know, Landry Shamit from the Sun side of things and all this. Tori Craig. Okay. But at its core, Lee, you get us started. The Suns as uh, a landing spot for, for KD. All those pick swaps, all those picks, and then Aiton and Bridges. What do you think? Yeah, I'd do it. I'd do it if I'm both teams there. Um, I think if you're the Phoenix Suns, you've got Chris Paul, who's 37. He's got he's running out of time here. You may as well go all in. I mean, DeAndre Ayton is likely not going to be a son for the near future anyway. Maybe. Who knows exactly how that plays out. So he's gone. So in a sense, you're basically trading Mikael Bridges, who's very, very good, fantastic defender. I think he fits on that team. But if you get a chance to go for it with Kevin Durant, you're trying to win a championship. I think Kevin Durant takes them closer to doing that immediately. And the price of Bridges and whatever those picks are, it's worth it if you're Phoenix. I mean, they got close a couple of years ago. This season, they were they should have been even closer and, and things fell apart. You may as well go for it while you can right now. Devin Booker signed his extension. He's the one. As long as he's not moving, then I think everyone else on that team is basically... Uh, is basically tradable. And if you're the Nets, I like it because if you get Aiton and you get Bridges, you're getting two young players. And Bridges, I think, is fantastic, as I mentioned. And Aiton's got a big upside. I think he needs a new start. I think it's worth it as well then. I think you're getting good players in return and and whatever the pick swaps are on top of that. And that is the latest report from the Nets, from what we know. They want... It's like, yeah, the picks are going to be the picks. Like, yeah, you're going to have to give us a lot of picks and swaps and all that for Kevin Durant, a player of his status. But we want young star players, you know. I guess they want, like, two all-stars, they're really saying. Uh, that's where they're setting the bar, and we'll see how many they could get back here. But, yeah, what do you think of a Suns KD move? Well, I think, in general, you're going to see a lot of, what are they doing on Twitter as soon as it happens? Because we saw what Rudy Gobert was traded for. And it's it's not going to be overwhelmingly amazing for the Brooklyn Nets. It's just not, in comparison to Rudy Gobert. We think they're going to get the world. But they're going to get a few picks, and they're going to get one star player, probably Mikel Bridges or DeAndre Ayton. And I think that's where they end up going. Uh, because even though there's some financial complications, mm-hmm. uh, I, I do think that they're getting too close to star players while Kevin Durant only put the Suns and the Heat on their on his initial list. And with the Miami Heat, he doesn't want to be traded for Jimmy Butler. He doesn't want to be traded for Bam Adebayo. So... Well, what are the Nets getting in return there? Tyler Hero? I think they'd rather take the Phoenix Suns package. And as far as the the Raptors go, I I mean, I know the Raptors want to jump in there. That yeah. would be phenomenal. No, I've got it on uh, the list. Don't you worry. We'll yeah, get to that. Uh, but I, I do think this this Phoenix one makes more sense just from a franchise standpoint. Rather go there because they haven't won a freaking title. He doesn't want to do that again, does he? Uh, so... I don't know. I mean, it just feels weird. I know the Nets want to win, and they don't have their own draft pick, so they can't just tank it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it feels really strange. I don't mind the Kendrick Perkins theory out there. I don't mind it at all that he's saying that Durant is going to stay with the Nets, and he's just using this as leverage to get Kyrie Irving signed long term. I don't mind it (laughs) uh, because I I do think going back just to the initial reaction on Twitter is going to be underwhelming. Mikel Bridges and DeAndre Ayton, obviously two good players, and, and picks. I mean, Rudy Gobert got you four picks. I, I think initially people are going to be, wah, wah. I don't think there's a superstar coming back here. And they're a lot younger than the Raps that we'll get to. What do you think, Trey? 
Uh, if you can turn DeAndre Ayton, who doesn't seem to be a part of the future for Phoenix in the first place, if you can turn him into Kevin Durant, do it in a heartbeat. I don't care about the picks later. There are going to be a ton of picks no matter who gets this deal done because the DeJounte Murray trade and then the Rudy Gobert trade drove the price up, no yep. doubt about it, picks-wise. Um, so, yeah, you'd be trading your third and fourth best player for the guy who would instantly be your best player. That's an easy one, but that's going to kind of be my response for every one of these trades. <laughs> if you can get Kevin Durant, you should do it because you might win the title. Right, yeah. right. Okay. So the, you're looking at it a lot of the times here when we go through these. What are the Nets getting back and what's the best deal they can yeah. get? Yeah, oh, the yeah, best yeah. player or whatever. So and Tess is player. right. Like, if you're saying we want two All-Stars and you get back two guys who maybe might make one or two All-Star games, that'll look a little bit underwhelming. But I think that that's probably what the Nets would prefer. And we'll hear your trades yeah. as we go forward. Okay, well, let's go to the Grizzlies. We'll stay in the West. Um... Kevin Durant to the Grizzlies for Jaron Jackson Jr., so he would be the, the key piece of this. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks, and again, multiple first-round picks, multiple first-round swaps. So uh, the focus on Jaron Jackson Jr. and Dylan Brooks, who is, you know, look, he uh, brings a lot to the table, takes it off uh, the table a couple times uh, a, game, a season. But what do you think? Yeah, well, I think the Grizzlies do that, of course. Um, if you're the Nets, the Jaron Jackson, he was fantastic this season, but those injuries and the sort of long-term prospects there, I think you'd probably want to get a little bit more as well. You'd want to, you'd want to get some other pieces, or I'm trying to think of who else you'd want to throw in, maybe a uh, Desmond Bain or someone yeah, as well. He's like makes nothing. In yeah, that's, the front yeah he's uh, yeah he's got a, a very small contract. But um, I mean, Jaron Jackson prior to the injury, his value I think was higher. But right now he's out for four to six months, so it's, that's there potentially that. yep. Christmas you're looking at before he gets back. And he's still got a tremendous amount of improvement to go. But if if this season is like platform, okay, sure. But I think there's just a little hesitancy. You'd want a little more than just. Brooks and uh, and Jackson, especially in comparing it to the Suns. Absolutely, yeah. Hypothetical deal. You agree with that? Suns package is better, I yeah. think. And I think if there's one team that is sort of locked into the way they build their teams and maybe don't want to go outside and, and make a trade like this, I think it's the Grizzlies. I think they're kind of not stubborn isn't the, isn't the right word, but you know they're they're headstrong. They want to build it from within, and I and I think they're ready to do that. Obviously, you, you, it's Kevin Durant. Twenty nine teams should be making a call. Mm-hmm. The Warriors should be calling. And seeing what what how they can get them, but I I would take the Suns package, Trey over this one. Yeah, I think I would prefer the Suns package as well. Though Jaron Jackson Jr. is probably my favorite of those three players between Jackson, Aiton, and Bridges. But like Lee's saying, the health concerns are certainly real. And honestly, if you're Memphis, like they've already lost a couple of players uh, this offseason, and Kyle Anderson and DeAnthony Melton, you know, not big players, but rotation pieces for sure. They're just getting more and more expensive. Now they would trade away Jaron Jackson Jr. You're left with John Morant and Kevin Durant. Sounds cool. Mm. Sounds very cool when you say it together, (laughs) but I don't necessarily know that that makes them a title contender right away. And if you're the Nets and you're looking at which picks are going to be better in the future, I would rather take my chance getting the Phoenix Suns picks, knowing that Chris Paul is going to retire probably before those picks are conveyed. Those mm. picks could end up way better than a Memphis pick with John Morant, who's early into his career. Mm-hmm. So I would, uh, I would be expecting Phoenix to fall apart sooner than Memphis, <laughs> all things considered. So give me the Suns over the Grizzlies so far. All right, this next one, I think by way of ESPN and their uh, sort of stable of writers there, three-team deal. Mm. All right, let's get kinky. Uh, Durant <laughs> Ooh. and Derek Favors yeah. to the Nuggets in a three-team deal here. The Nets would get Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and then three first-round picks by way of the Oklahoma City Thunder because the Thunder get your Aussie, another Aussie, oh. Ben Simmons. Oh, okay, okay. So this one takes right. a second to wrap your yeah, head yeah, around. Yeah. KD 
to the Nuggets yes. to pair with Jokic. The Nets getting Michael Porter Jr. as the, the key young talent there. Aaron Gordon, then all the picks from OKC. Thunder getting Ben Simmons. Go ahead. Yeah, well, first off, I do think there is going to be probably minimum three teams involved. Right, Absolutely. right. A lot of people are thinking that. Yeah, m- maybe even more because yep. of the contracts and things like that. And the Ben Simmons deal as well, like because you can't have two rookie scales on the same team. So yep. that takes out a couple of other guys who are potentially being thrown in. I know Wiggins is one of those. rookie yeah. max um, oh. But if you're Denver, yes. Again, you, 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 if you're getting the Kevin Durant, you're more than happy to part with uh, Michael Porter and Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I, would, uh, now, <laughs> yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Uh, now, Michael Porter, you know, look, he signed the big contract, but he's obviously got uh, serious injury issues as well. He missed basically the entire season last season. His upside is very you know, tempting and tantalizing, but you just don't know exactly how long he can stay on the court and what I bet he's going to do on the defensive end. So the Nuggets would say uh, yes. I think if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you're like, well, we're going to need we're going to need a more legit star. Aaron Gordon's obviously not that yeah, guy. Yeah. So I don't think this one gets done uh, as it is right there. Okay. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, it's fun to look at because Michael Porter Jr. always compared to Kevin Durant, right. the body, the game. Um, but I, I don't see that. I don't see the Thunder taking Ben Simmons. I, 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 don't, know, I, I don't like... Really? You're, you're going to clog Chet Holmgren's lane? <laughs> Chet's the MVP, man. Hey, throwing lobs to Chet. You got two... You, you're you're going to have two Aussies there who can't shoot, and Josh Giddy and, and Ben Simmons? Nah. I don't think so. I, I don't yeah, think the they The passing, would do though, Tass. They would just pass <laughs> into each other. They won't shoot it, but... Uh, Trey, thoughts on the three-team deal? <laughs> that sounds hilarious. You got two Aussies who don't want to shoot the ball just passing to two guys who look exactly the same. That's the weirdest possible team. You could have two guys with the same name two on the same, the same team. team yeah. uh, they only have like seven players, but there's two of each one of them yeah. to make their whole team. So I say do it. Ah, Michael Porter Jr. actually kind of interests me if I'm the Nets because... Uh, the player's coming back, he's the guy you can talk yourself into the most becoming a superstar somewhere down the road. Like maybe Aiton takes the next step, becomes a 22 and 13 guy who's uh, your go-to offensive player, but I don't necessarily know if that's in the cards. At least with Michael Porter Jr., you can talk yourself into... This guy could have been the number one pick three seasons ago if he didn't have back problems. Obviously, he's had back problems at Missouri and then with Denver as well. But if you can convince yourself that the medicals are fine, that you're going to be able to take care of them, that Steve Nash knows how to handle a bad back. Maybe you can say, this is the guy we're actually building around going forward. That's a huge, a huge bet uh, if you're going to make it. But at least you can see the ceiling being a little bit higher if MPJ is your star coming back. Yeah, I wonder if the Nets want guys who can play. And and because they just went through this whole friggin' season, these whole few years Mm -hmm. where... Guys weren't playing, so maybe Michael Porter Jr. isn't a risk you're willing to take, but it is fun to look at just the landscape of all the guys that they could trade for. Who is the the guy who could be the superstar? And it could be Michael Porter Jr. If you compare him to Aiden and to Bridges and to guys like Siakam, he could he has the highest ceiling of all of them. But yeah, then oh, there's a the huge question mark. Yeah. yeah, the weird part about that trade is like you're not only losing Durant, but Ben Simmons is also le- le- mm. like leaving your team, not even of course, having even really played for you yet, and you're getting Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon back to replace them. It's like, hey, the, you know, the tasty OKC picks there, I guess, are in theory better than any of these other picks we've said from these teams in, in terms of first-round picks if they were unprotected. But yeah. uh, unlikely, I think, that one. Mm. Uh, let's go to the Raptors. And before I give you the one that I think is the most realistic, would you trade Scotty Barnes in a Kevin Durant oh. deal? Oh! That's the question to you, Raptors. Oh! <laughs> I guess it... Depends on the package. Oh, is it okay. Scotty and picks? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one hundred percent Scotty and P- like, picks. Well, are, who's the second player? 
Because you, yeah, if you're picking for Kevin, if you're dra- or training for Kevin Durant, you have to win the championship. That's that's obviously the goal in the next couple of years. Yeah. And if you're trading Fred or Pascal along with Scotty, Scotty. Barnes, okay. you're not a you're not necessarily a championship. Okay. Favorite. Okay. But you need. But you if need, you think it's Scotty Barnes and OG, and then picks and swaps. Yeah, you probably do it. And I don't do like it. it. I don't like it one bit. But yeah, you probably do it. Would you do it? Yes. I mean, for Scotty, Scotty as the best player, yes, for sure, because the Raptors uh, can't just gutter their entire team to get Kevin Durant and then be like, well, we're going to win whatever Kevin Durant can give us throughout the mm-hmm. season. Um, so I think so. And and my prediction is he will end up on the Raptors. I think that's where he's going to go because of these other contract uh, machinations for these other teams, I think Masai Jiri is going to get it done. It's just whether or not he's – who he's going to give up out of Pascal, OG, Fred, uh, and Scotty. He's going right. to have to give up. Uh, absolutely one of those no, most, two, li- mo- two. most likely two, two yeah. yeah but how he can finesse it to get it here because I think again I think Brooklyn will go yep we'll take OG and we'll take Scotty and some picks I think that's you know that's the, that's where it gets started the conversation so uh, and Masai Jira man he got Kawhi that was that was the big one that's that's why I'm like I believe that Masai is going to get it done here so Kawhi was a lot younger though I, I, I don't think yeah, but I, I know Kevin Durant's one of the best in the world. He's going to be 34. Yes. You know, I think that has to factor into Well, and look, side. he's played 90 games in the last three seasons. And I remember earlier this season when he was playing those heavy minutes, he's like, I don't care, I want to play. And then he got injured and he missed six weeks. So there is certainly some injury concern going forward. He's missed an entire year with an Achilles. Yeah. He missed a, a, an entire, well, not an entire season, a lot of a season back in OKC with a knee injury. And he's got tons of minutes in his legs. But you still, you're not going to, buy into that you're going to say well I'll, I'll take Kim Durant even if it's only one really good season because of what happened with Kawhi they, they got there so I'm saying KD to the Raptors <laughs> what do you think uh, I think the same people that don't want to trade Scotty Barnes for Kevin Durant didn't want to trade DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard and like Lee said it worked out you need an absolute superstar to win a championship maybe Scotty Barnes gets there someday but Kevin Durant is there I would do it in a second I would trade anybody on the Raptors for Kevin Durant so you would so <laughs> yeah. so obviously the Nets are going to say give us give us three of the four like they're going to say Scotty OG and you know I guess Siakam or Fred Van Vliet at that point and then a couple picks and like that, now you're getting that's getting expensive that's getting rich but you're doing every anything to get Kevin Scotty Durant? Scotty and OG would be my choices. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, Barnes has to go back if the if the Nets are de- doing this deal. I mean, maybe they would take Siakam as well. But if, I, if I'm the Raptors, I would rather keep Siakam. Siakam and Kevin Durant next to each other. Oh. There's not a lot of minutes to go around for an OG and an OB. And uh, Scotty Barnes as well. Maybe you're able to uh, to get another center there. But you need a little bit of ball handling with Fred Van Vliet. So I would trade two of the three forwards to get Kevin Durant. Think how quickly things change in the NBA. We're like a year removed from Raptors fans being upset that they took Scotty Barnes over yeah. Jalen Suggs at the draft to now those same fans going, not trading Scotty <laughs> Barnes for Kevin Durant? Are you crazy? I mean, the rookie look, of the year, we're not giving up on it. It's just nuts. Well, And, and, and on, there's some truth to it. Yeah, and on the surface, that is, let's say, it's OG and the first overall pick in the draft because that's what he kind of turned out to be, Scotty, by being rookie of the year. So right, right. That, when you're trading these draft picks, that's what you're hoping for. Is like, oh, wow, we got the rookie of the year. Yes, that's that increases that value of that player. So I think uh, I think that's where it's going to start. I mean, Scotty's gone no matter what if Kevin's coming. 
Really? <laughs> See, I'm not so sure about that. Why Why wouldn't the Nets, like all these packages we're throwing out here, what's wrong with the Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi and then multiple first-round picks and multiple first-round swaps? It's good. That's but... that's on par with a lot of these other deals. Mm-hmm. He's a proven Siakam All-NBA player. Yes. Scotty, though, rookie contract. You've got him oh. at, at least there for four years on a cheap deal. And two-way player, young, you know, established himself already. I, I just think the Nets don't, in, don't make a deal without having Scotty mm. come back. That's mm. my thoughts on it. Okay. I would really love to be in Kevin Durant's head as to if he wants to be a Toronto Raptor. Because on one hand, yeah, he played 2K with him when he was growing up, one of, the, one of his favorite <laughs> team. On the other hand, they booed him. They, they Actually, sorry, they cheered when he fell with the ACL injury in, in uh, 2019 in the finals. You get to lead a country, but they just won a championship, just like going to Golden State, which is the strange thing to me. You, you, he was already looked at as sort of the second fiddle in Golden State when he went there. If he wins another championship with Toronto, it's not really his championship. What? Is, what? what are you talking about? What are you talking about? His championship. It would be. Well, his. It's his championship, yeah. But he's not bringing the first championship to the franchise. Oh, you think that's really that? Yeah, that all is, that important. He just he just got, left Golden State after being looked at as the second fiddle, well, and I and well. I think that's kind of what happened. Why the only two teams on his list were the Suns and the Heat. Because, I, I would only agree with what you're recently. saying if Kawhi Leonard was still on the Raptors and then Durant goes to them. It's like, okay, well, whose team is it at all that? Like, but he's long gone and Kevin Durant comes to the Raptors. No matter who goes back or doesn't, he's the guy that would, in theory, lead them to a title. They, I mean, he just look, he's looked at as a hired gun again because they went and got Kawhi, they won a championship. Now they're going to go get KD. Like, it's just not a, a very genuine, authentic championship. <laughs> so you think he has to almost go to a team that's never won a title? Well, that's, he put Phoenix Narrative on the life. list um, for whatever well, the reason. he won a bunch of titles. <laughs> yeah, that's been a bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, right. I, I don't know. I, why, is he not, why, why, why aren't they on the list? If they're, if I don't know, that's uh, it's an because they didn't finish in first place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good team. Uh, all right, here's uh, let's do the Heat one. This one's insane mm. because of the whole Bam out of bio. If he were to go in the potential trade, then that means Ben Simmons probably has yes. to be traded because the two uh, designated rookie max extensions are anyway. This one, uh, this may have been our guy Hollander. I should have really wrote down uh, and gave credit, but Durant, Ben Simmons, and Seth Curry. There's a lot. Going to Miami Heat here, Lee. Mm. For basically the entire team in Miami Heat. Bam, <laughs> Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. Multiple first-round picks, probably 23 and 28, and then multiple first-round swaps. It's a lot. Yeah, it's it, two teams. I mean, Jimmy yeah. staying, obviously, is Miami. Yeah. Durant, Ben Simmons going there. And then a bunch of guys going back to Brooklyn. And that's the whole thing with him going to Miami. They're not going to trade Jimmy because they need those two together. So they have to go. But then if you're going to trade everybody else and you're going to have Dwayne Dedman as your starter, it, it's like the Heat then become... I mean, not weaker, but it's it's harder to see how they sort of vault immediately into favoritism in the Eastern Conference. But because of the Ben Simmons stuff and the Bam, this one's just not going to happen, I don't think. So I'm, I haven't been in the Bam. I honestly the really, bam. I'm really not including Miami in this scenario right now because I don't think the Nets can honestly palm Ben Simmons off to anyone as much as they'd love to. I think he's kind of damaged goods at the moment. Snort emoji. <laughs> well, I just, I just like. There's no <laughs> doubt it. in my mind the Nets would 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 get rid of Simmons in a heartbeat oh, well, if they could. Holy crap! Because they 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 got him and he didn't play. And it, what what are you going to get long term? And then in order, of course, to, if they can get Bam, I think yes, they would go. Okay, great. We'll start with Bam, but they can't with Simmons on the on the on the roster. So it's almost like a uh, 
null point at the moment. It's not going to okay. happen to Miami. I mean, this is this is pretty far fetched here. This is this mm-hmm. is Miami Heat giving literally like four of their key guys for three of the Nets key guys, I guess. But yeah, what do this you think? is tough. <laughs> this is like uh, somebody doing the trade machine with like a ten teamer. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. you're know, like, okay, I start to go I, blind. Yeah, the caption. The, the caption is always, "I solved every NBA team's problems." And then a ten teamer, and then I can't get past team two. Uh, he wants to go to the Heat, um, but he didn't want Bam being traded. Obviously, Jimmy being traded. Was there a third? Was it Kyle? I think it was Kyle Lowry. He didn't want Kyle Lowry being traded either. Um, so but, Tyler Hero, uh, Donis but, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> the Nets would have to take back Kyle Lowry, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Because Kyle's contract doesn't look all that great right now, mm. uh, so it's unfortunate. But I think the heater. I don't think the heater are getting involved. I don't think it's going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Okay, okay. But they still got a great team. Okay. Uh, Trey, mm-hmm. any thoughts on this wild Heat Nets dealer? <laughs> the Nets should do it. <laughs> They're getting back yeah. a pretty solid team. I agree. If they pull this trade, they might be a top four team in the Eastern Conference if they're able to trade for four-fifths of the starting lineup of the Miami Heat. But uh, Kevin Durant wants to go there to play with the guys who are there. So that's going to be a tough one for Pat Riley. But... That guy figures stuff out when mm. others don't. So I don't think it's, you know, it's uh, it's far-fetched, but weirder things have happened. Okay, final one here. The Hawks. They're not done. All right? KD and Joe Harris to the Atlanta Hawks for John Collins, Clint Capella, Bogdanovich, multiple first-round picks, probably 23 and 29, and then multiple first-round swaps. So Collins, Capella, Bogdan, Bogdanovich. <laughs> said that really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, to... The Nets for uh, Katie and Joe Harris to make the money work. Hawks, yes. Uh, yeah. the, the Nets probably have a little bit of higher hopes there. Uh, now, I will say I'm a big John Collins fan. I, I'm, I'm not ready to die on that hill, but I'm still hiking up that hill right there now. Jump off the cliff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not quite up there at that, at that point. Capella, um, yeah, he's fine. Uh, Bogdanovich, he's entering Carlos Delfino territory for me. I just, I just, <laughs> damn. I just, I, I love, damn. I just, I want a consistent. Real long stretch of Bogdanovich. Yeah, which he's, just, on the, he's on the Altizo team. He absolutely is. When he's hot, he's yeah. incredible, and he's so much fun to watch. But he just he has some clunkers in there as well. So um, it's the picks. Then what you're adding on top of that, and and the Hawks have already given away. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, basically four. Well, three and a swap in mm-hmm. to get Dejounte Murray. So I'm not sure they even. I'm not sure if they have others from from various trades or not there. But so I just sort of don't think they've got enough. If you're if you're the Nets, you're saying John Collins nice, but we're going to need extras in this. So uh, I don't. Think think it's gonna happen okay not happening yeah i don't think the hawks have enough number one number two if you're the nets looking at the landscape they want a star back and yeah they they can do better unfortunately uh for john collins his star hasn't risen bogdanovich bogdanovich's bogdan (laughs) badang 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 dang and bang 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 bogdan bang bang the boy and the bogdan uh he hasn't reached that level you would pick somebody else throughout the NBA landscape yeah. than to headline a package. And that's why I think it's going to be somewhat underwhelming when we all see it on Twitter, when we're all at Summer League. Nah, it's probably going to happen in October or something. Uh, but when we all see it come through, we're all going to say after all this hype, after all this buildup, I don't think the Nets are going to get as much as we do think. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be a, a Hawks-type package, but they can they can do better, I think, at the top end of that. 
Yeah, I, I agree. The players the Hawks would or the the Nets would be getting back are fine players, good players, and I guess the probably the biggest argument you can make is that then if you're bringing in Collins and Bogdanovich, you could flip them for a first round pick in the future. But if that were the case, <laughs> I bet the Hawks would do that. Maybe. You know, probably would be looking to move those guys uh, as well. So maybe the trade value isn't at the highest, and the Nets want players. I do yeah. think, all things considered, since they don't have any picks. And getting him in the 20s, it helps, but not as much. Okay, so we did all these potential KD trade packages. There's another 100 out there. (laughs) Uh, I won't bore you with them now. But you, I believe, Trey, agree maybe with Kendrick Perkins a little bit. Tass sort of uh, leaning that way. That is it that far-fetched that Kevin Durant is still on the Brooklyn Nets at the start of the season? And, like, they can, like, you know, make this work? And whether that means what, like, where Kyrie comes into that equation, I'm not sure. But, like, could he be there? (laughs) He could. Um, he definitely could, but I think Kevin Durant is going to get traded. I think it's a little bit different than Ben Simmons coming into camp upset, than James Harden coming into camp upset. This is a guy who, like, when he's on the court, is one of the three best players in the league. And even if you're not convinced that his health is going to hold up over the course of the rest of the four years here, the one or two years that it does hold up, you're loving it. So I kind of think he will be traded, but it might take a little bit to happen. Uh, I can see the Clippers getting involved. That's an interesting one that you see. Paul George for Kevin Durant? Call it in, L.A., uh, but we shall see. Uh, I think he will be traded, though. Okay, and and it sounds like you think uh, you think Masai Ujiri is going to... Well, of all those packages you mentioned, I, I, I feel outside of the Raptors, they've all got like things, like with the Aiton stuff and the contract, yeah. that's something they have to work through. The heat's not going to happen. The Grizzlies, the Hawks. The Raptors one is pretty clean. Yeah, absolutely. It's all yeah. depending on, and, and, is Scotty Barnes involved in the trade? Yeah. And then how many of those like key guys are going back? That's the thing. The, the Raptors can actually make this legitimately happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and listen, I, I do believe that that championship they won, Masai Jury has brought so much more respect to the Raptors as an organization Kevin Durant's not going to be. It's not going to be like the old days. Where it was like, oh, I'm going to Toronto. It's like a respectable franchise. Oh, yeah. Masai Jiri's done a fantastic job drafting and signing free agents and doing everything. So Kevin Durant probably look and go. There's a chance there in Toronto that we should be absolutely at worst, sort of third best team in the Eastern Conference. All right. Well, let's call it there. Uh, send in your best Kevin Durant trade packages. Uh, let us know what you think. Which team would you love to see him on? Uh, tweet them in at No Dunks Inc. Leave them in the YouTube comments. Email them in No Dunks at theathletic.com. We could do another hour talking about. Katie. We even touch on Kyrie for crying out loud. Like, is he going to be traded to the Lakers? Is he going to be traded with Kevin Durant? Is that a blockbuster that could happen? We'll leave it for another day. Uh, we'll take a break, and when we come back. We'll get into some of the other deals that did happen over last week or so and and debate which team has improved the most. So don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.
Okay, so enough KD Nets mm. talk for a second here. We had the Hawks making a move for DeJounte Murray. We had the Wolves making a big move for Rudy Gobert. Blazers doing some things. Getting Jeremy Grant, Gary Payton second. Nick signing Jalen Brunson away from the Mavs. Celtics making a deal for Malcolm Brogdon. Love it. Right. Of all these teams that I've listed, Tass, maybe there's one I'm forgetting. Um, which team has improved the most so far this offseason? Obviously a lot still to determine, but what do you think? Well, I think it's the Atlanta Hawks getting an all-star in his prime in DeJounte Murray. The guy's going to be 26 by the time next season starts. They needed someone to take ball handling pressure off Trey Young. Check. They needed uh, to slow the offense on the other side at the point of attack because they just couldn't stop anybody from getting to the rim. Check. They've got a great defensive assistant coach in Mike Longabardi <laughs> that they just signed. Check. Uh, obviously, I'm joking about that, but he's going to help, I'm sure. Uh, but they had the fifth worst defense last year. Yeah. And a big part of it was, yeah, Trey on the perimeter. Now they've got DeJounte right beside him. DeJounte can just be thrown at the the lead ball handler on the other side. He's so good at playing on the on the defensive end. Led the league in steals and deflections last year. And you look at his stats on the offensive end, maybe he was asked to do a little too much. He wasn't the most efficient player in San Antonio. So he's helped by playing alongside Trey Young. That efficiency uh, will go up. The thing with Trey now is, is he going to want to play off the ball? Is he going to you know be a Steph Curry light and start running around screens? Maybe not, um, but I think he's very, very, very comfortable playing with DeJounte Murray. It's going to take a little uh, getting used to, but he wants to play with him uh, by all signs. He was, he was actually longing for him to get there before he got there. Mm-hmm. They're buds. Uh, and you look at the their lineup now with those two in the backcourt, DeAndre Hunter, who's a really, really, really good defensive small forward if he can stay on the floor, and John Collins and Clint Capella. Uh, and then Bogdan Bogdanovich back to the bench. He might not like that, but he's perfect in that six-man role. They lost a couple guys in, in DeLon Wright. Um, but at the same time, I, I think they're they're stronger. I think they, And Kevin Herter, I should say. I, I think they are a stronger unit. I think they just lost that attitude that got them to the conference finals two years ago. They lost that defensive attitude. And when DeJounte Murray is your first uh, guy on the point of attack, I think that attitude comes back real quick. And Clint Capella looks like a player again. And John Collins looks like a player again. You don't and, think John so, Collins is going to be traded? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, uh, it's, it's possible. Yeah. Uh, but the lineup looks good right now. Okay. So he goes with the Hawks. What do you think of all those uh, other teams? Well, yeah, I had the Hawks too. But I do think uh, instead of them, I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics because I think Malcolm Brogdon is exactly what they needed mm-hmm. there. Uh, they needed a, a, a more traditional point guard. Marcus Smart did play very well uh, for the set of second half of the season. But I think Brogdon is an upgrade in that position because he is more a traditional guy. He's a good shooter of the ball. He's got a very uh, steady hand. He can hit the three. He's a beautiful free throw shooter, by the way. Or he <laughs> shoots him very well anyway. Not the most beautiful style, but he gets the job done. Um, so I think that's what Boston had to do. I, I don't think they need to make wholesale changes. They've been to the finals now. They've got some experience. I know there's been a little Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant sort of talk there. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe not. Who knows? But I think for the Celtics, you don't need to blow it up. You just needed to improve in some areas. They're going to get better next year, hopefully with Robert Williams in the center. Mm-hmm. They'll probably keep Al Horford, so that part of it's fine. They didn't have to trade Grant Williams. Exactly, for yeah. Brian, which so, shocked a lot of people, yeah. I like, I like their balance and depth and, uh, and a nice steady move there from the Celtics. And they, it cost them Tyson Neesmith, I think it was, in the end. And uh, that's really nothing. So 
I think the Boston Celtics got better where they needed to. Why are you always pointing out like a bunch of other guys and their injury uh, concerns and not bringing it up when we're talking Brogdon? Yeah, I never plays. That, well, that's right. He has missed a lot of games. He does get. Uh, he is injury prone. Um, but again, that's an improvement for the Celtics. They've gotten better there, and they had to, they gave up nothing to get him. So it's like that's were, that's the real truth. Yeah, who else was available for what they had to give up? You know, um, and and I think Brogdon's just one of those guys. It's like not the sexiest player, but when he plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a pretty reliable guy. Okay. Yeah, what do you think? That's a, like the biggest bag of beans package so far during the offseason. Yeah. Trading nothing to get a guy who's going to at least help. Like Brogdon probably comes off the bench, but a little steadier than Derek White. And Derek White was helpful for him yeah. last year. So the Celtics definitely got better. But the Minnesota Timberwolves are the only team that added a future Hall of Famer. Rudy Gobert is good. I still cannot decide, though, if this is going to work. It's, <laughs> it's the Alonzo Morning meme of trades. You're like, how could you trade for Rudy Gobert? I guess they'll be okay in the regular season. And it's kind of two different questions. The Timberwolves are going to be great in the regular season. They needed size. They needed defense. They needed rebounding. That is Rudy Gobert right there. Mm-hmm. Minnesota was already 13th in defense last year. A lot of that was forcing turnovers with Beverly and Vanderbilt, but at least they've got a solid foundation. They also added Kyle Anderson, so the defense is going to be better. There are going to be times when Towns looks terrible out on the perimeter, gets just dusted by whoever the stretch four is, but at least you got Rudy Gobert backing him up there. I'm even talking myself into this on offense. Towns' shooting is going to be helpful. The Minnesota Timberwolves took a ton of threes last year. They were first in attempts, first in makes. Anthony Edwards is great and getting better. The Jazz have been a top three offense when it was Mitchell, Gobert, and Shooters. That's what you're looking at with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Playoffs are going to be a different story. They will run into a team that goes five out. They will drag Rudy Gobert into the actions, and then it's going to be trying to finish over Carl Anthony Towns at the rim, which is pretty easy, but the Timberwolves haven't made consecutive playoff appearances since Kevin Garnett was in town, so worry about your playoff disappointments when you're actually making it to the playoffs. They paid a ton to get this guy. They're paying $92 million to two centers for the 2022-2023 year. (laughs) Sounds crazy. But you don't get to choose who's coming to Minnesota most no. of the time. So adding Rudy Gobert, I think, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm in on it for right now. It's going to look ridiculous uh, in May and June, no doubt about it. But seeing the Timberwolves play in the play- playoffs two straight seasons, that would be great for them. Yeah, Towns needed uh, – he's not a great – rim protective center you know he's more like uh he gets bullied down there so having rudy there now towns can be way more dominant i think and especially on the offensive end as trey's mentioning there okay carl anthony towns can spread the floor and then that how many three-point attempts is carl anthony towns gonna average a seven eight maybe he's already done that (laughs) he averaged like 7.9 one year a couple years ago yeah but though you know now like I've talked about this before that Towns is going to get to a point where it's like, all right, it's not happening. I want out of Minnesota. Well, now they've sort of addressed that before it gets to that point by mm-hmm. giving him like a legit talent there uh, who's going to rebound, who's going to block shots, who's going to alter things. going to set those screens, open uh, yeah. up some room yeah. for D'Angelo Russell. And, and, and breaking know, records this year. <laughs> as far as, you know, effectively they gave up five first round picks to get him. There's a lot. But, and again, it's the same with the Hawks with the DeJounte Murray ones. Those ones shouldn't be lottery picks shouldn't be lottery picks I mean that's the idea is like okay if you're getting pick 15 to 20 Mm -hmm. all those years 
that really shouldn't hurt you. You'd rather take the 30-year-old guy who you know what he's going to do defensively and you know he's going to be motivated to. You know Rudy Gobert's going to be like, all right, I'm showing the Utah Jazz they messed up by trading me. Right. That's that's what he's going to be like. So. Yeah, it's like, would you rather, like look at what the Celtics have done over the last couple of years. Would you rather trade three first-round picks that are sort of at the back end of the first round for Al Horford, Derek White, and Malcolm Brogdon, which is what they did with all three of those picks, yeah. or... A bunch of future picks and the swaps. Let's not forget yeah, those yeah, that yeah, could come yeah. in play for like a, a Rudy Gobert type. Well, uh, who uh, has his limitations? As, ta- as yeah. Trey is pointing out, like, I mean, how good are the Wolves going to be here? Is what I'm getting at. Probably I mean, a good regular season team, but are they going to make it to the conference finals or finals? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who knows when it gets to that point? But they, if they don't win 53 games next year, that, that'll be a complete disaster for them. They, they should. They absolutely should. Like specific, <laughs> but, you know, but, but teams like the Hawks and like the Wolves, they have to basically give up those picks to get that super quality back yeah, otherwise they're yeah. just treading water and Tim Connolly's gone in there and he's like well why not make a splash I mean that's what they're paid him to do and, uh, and, and probably coming down from the new owners and stuff like that oh, of course hey, say, hey go nuts let's absolutely, do it absolutely and, and if you're the Jazz you know exactly what Danny Ainge is sitting there just going more picks more picks give me them give me them all so he gets them so both teams should be happy okay yeah yeah uh, Thoughts here on on Rudy Gobert in Minnesota? Fascinating. Excited to watch it on both ends uh, to see how Carl Anthony Towns, uh, I think, can be a decent enough sort of secondary rim protector, I think. I think if they look at the Milwaukee Bucks and what they were able to do with Brooke Lopez and Giannis Antetokounmpo and sort of, you know, funneling to each other all the time and, and... yeah, Carl Anthony Towns doesn't have to get anywhere near the basket, and that's my where my worry is on, on the offensive end. Does he ever have to... You know, he he'll he'll drive, mm-hmm. um, but is Rudy going to get in his way? Is Rudy's second defender going to get in his way? Uh, I, I think that's my my worry really. Um, but I think the the Wolves have enough depth um, when you look at it to overcome. Uh, you know, the draft picks and, and trading four guys. Uh, you know, trading Patrick Beverly, Anthony Edwards is you know a phenomenal player and a really good defender when he wants to be they're high on Jaden mcdaniels which i think they should be mm-hmm. d'angelo russell and um kyle anderson who they picked up uh, you know they're they've gone they've gone all in on sort of their top six top seven yeah yeah i, I wonder you know it, it kind of depends on anthony edwards being a superstar really totally. um yeah that's a and, big part but uh you know i'm buying it i'm buying it i buy anthony edwards I guess Oof. there's a concern. I mean, yeah, there's the idea that you got to pay two guys that are centers $100 million. Uh, that, that's one concern. All the draft picks, uh, future picks are giving up. That's another concern. You know, it's also I just look at the West. I'm like, are they better than the Warriors? No. Are they better than the Suns? Probably not. Nuggets with Jokic and their guys coming back, especially Murray. I don't know. Grizzlies. Clippers. That's five teams already. Haven't said the Mavs. I think yeah. they're in that second tier. Yeah. You do? I yeah. think you, I think you would t- have Golden State and Phoenix. I mean, we'll see if they end up pulling off a Kevin Durant trade, but I think those are the top two teams. But like Memphis got worse during this offseason. Utah's getting worse this offseason. Dallas got worse this offseason. They should be a top four team. That's a thing. Like all those yeah. teams, you know, we we don't know, but it doesn't matter because Minnesota got better. So that's that's their goal is just get better players and now they've got a really quality player there so they did the right thing yeah they got anderson i like that slow mo they i don't want to gloss over the guys they did give up in the trade though too because yeah they kept it to mcdaniels which they were pumped about they're like yeah we kept him <laughs> you're not taking him from us danny uh but like beasley was a yeah. look, he's hit or miss he's streaky but yeah. he's a pro- prolific three-point shooter for them and he was 
Beverly, the heart and soul of the defense. I don't think that's a stretch to say that. Um, you know, he should be missed from perim- perimeter defensive standpoint. And then Vanderbilt. I mean, they're like taking Vanderbilt and they're just like upgrading him into Rudy Gobert because mm-hmm. he did what they're going to want Rudy to do better. A solid help defender, clean up the glass, uh, and do the sort of the dirty work, if you want to call it that. So, like, those are three decent players that are now not on their roster. Yeah. But, you know, you went through their, their team still. I think Edwards has to go next step, and, uh, and it's up to Finchie to make this work with these the Twin City Towers mm-hmm. there in, in uh, Cat and Rudy. Fascinating is the but word. Right. I, I'm, not, I'm not so sure. I, I really don't know if they're going to be all that better. They, they, they Maybe not, but they have got three potential all-stars there, you know, and, and, they, and they won't be crowding each other, I don't think. I think they can all well, be who they want to be because yeah. you know Anthony Edwards, he, he's, you know, he's not going to say it's my team, but you know he believes it's his team. <laughs> and, uh, he's going to go out there, but I think, he's, I think he also realized, okay, we've got players who can defend and shoot and, and they're better than they were. So this is what they want in, in Minnesota. I think, it's, I think they did the right thing. Okay. Uh, what's next for the Jazz uh, with moving off of Rudy Gobert? Any idea what uh, they're doing? Are you asking me? Uh, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on in Utah? I wasn't meaning to. Uh, yeah. I've been trying to figure it out for since that uh, Royce O'Neal trade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very strange. <laughs> <laughs> Are they really building around Donovan Mitchell is the question. The guy's under contract through 25-26. He's got a player option that season. He's only going to be 26 when the season starts. He's good. He's marketable. He won the power struggle with Rudy Gobert quite clearly. However, the Jazz are just trading away all of their starting lineup. Royce O'Neal for a pick. Rudy Gobert mostly for picks. Some movable pieces like Jared Vanderbilt is the only guy who seems like he'll stick around after that trade. The team is way worse. And their starting center right now played like 250 minutes last season. Yudoka Azubuki. So are they going to package the picks? Those role players for another piece? Probably. I could see him going after Miles Turner. He seems more likely to me than DeAndre Ayton just because it would probably cost a little bit less to get Miles Turner. And you get, you know, a reasonable facsimile of what Rudy Gobert <laughs> right. brought to the Jazz with a little bit more offense, a little bit more switchability, uh, and probably a little bit less defense. I also don't think that having new ownership, a new front office, that they're going to want to start rebuilding right away. But then they did bring in a young first-time coach. 34 years yeah, old, this yeah, guy, Will to coach Hardy. them. That does seem generally like a tanking move, you know, like uh, when the Rockets signed Steven Silas to be their coach, even though they still had James Harden. So I don't know. I'm guessing the Jazz just run it back. This isn't a team that likes to tank in general, but there's new people in charge. So maybe they'd go for uh, go for the next Rudy Gobert and Victor Wembanyama. But it feels like they've got too many moves to be one of the worst teams in the league. I don't know. My guess is that they do build around Mitchell, yeah. and we're hearing a give lot. Give it a go. Yeah, at least give it a go for this season. Maybe you do the same thing next year. Yeah, like the draft picks tend to signal like we're going in that future, therefore why not cash in on Donovan Mitchell as well? But it doesn't seem like that's what they want to do. But Mitchell's entering his sixth season, and now he's like, oh, we were going up, and now we have to sort of restart. So maybe, you know, there's certainly been some rumblings that he's not thrilled with the franchise as well, going back to the playoffs last season, remember? So uh, he may be like... Again, with the new ownership saying, listen, let's just trust us. We'll figure this out. Mm-hmm. But halfway through next season, he might be like, okay, we're not competing. We're not getting close. We're getting further. He may then look to move. But I don't think they're going to move him prior to that. Right. I don't right. You think he'll be uh, on the roster? I mean, they're basically the signaled by, by trading Gobert saying, okay, it is your team. Mm-hmm. Now give us some time to get you that extra players, different players are play. We've got all these assets, you know, and we're going to try to make it happen. Because I agree. Then they're, they're Sort not, of like a Lillard situation. With, yeah, with the yeah, yeah. Sorts. They're not a tanking team, although the Will Hardy coaching move is 
surprising. Well, it's isn't it basically the identical thing to what Danny Ainge did when he was with Boston? With Brad Stevens, when he gave yeah. Brad Stevens a huge contract, super young, mm. uh, blew it up, you know, so to speak, yeah. and then build through the draft. But he got Brown and Tatum kind of together, like back to back drafts. Whereas Mitchell, like I say, he's at that stage of his career where he would be really expecting to be getting closer rather than yeah. further away. Yeah. And and right now they're further away. But we'll see. Danny uh, he likes to wheel and deal and make some moves here. So I tell you what, the court last night there actually. We haven't seen that old style logo on the court, have we? That we saw last You're night. Talking summer league. I'm talking summer league. What the fuck man. is wrong with you? Man? Yeah, yeah, their yeah. court looks cool. Yeah. I can't deny it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and there was a lot of people there too. I mean, you think we're sickos? The sickos are watching uh, Thunder Jazz yeah. summer leagues. Oh, wild, yeah, wild nice. stuff. There. So, <laughs> so ultimately, the answer is I don't know what they're going to do. The Jazz. It, it, it sort of <laughs> seems to be a little bit confusing. That's like Mitchell's our guy, but also we're thinking about the next four or five years. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think it's exactly what the Blazers are trying to do with Damian Lillard. They traded C.J. McCollum. The, the Jazz traded Rudy Gobert, the second, you know, the, the guy who was in lockstep with their, their key guy for a long time. I don't know if it's the right move. They're trying to build uh, around a soon-to-be 32-year-old in Damian Lillard. This is different with a younger player uh, with Donovan Mitchell in the Jazz. Um, I was surprised when the Blazers you know, started, you know, Getting guys like, obviously, Jeremy Grant and Gary Payton and, and re-signing Yusuf Nurkic. You you went through all the teams in the Western Conference. The Blazers are... Where are they going to be? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're probably Tier 3. of uh, And, and yeah, there's a there's a Los Angeles Lakers team with Anthony Davis in the gym at 4.50 a.m. Saw that, yeah. At the free throw line. A lot line. of free throws from AD. Looking good. So that's, that's <laughs> a worrisome part. And where are the Jazz going to be for the next several years with Donovan Mitchell as their number one? And who the heck is their number two? So... I think it might be the right move to to blow that thing up, um, but it sure feels like they're going the the Damian Lillard route. But it could be. I'm. I, I think you don't you don't have to like panic right now and trade mm. Donovan Mitchell. You just could start the season with them. Maybe then you see how bad you are, where yeah. you fall in the Western Conference, and then holy crap, around a trade deadline, you know a team's going to be like easily talking themselves into like, oh, we had Donovan Mitchell. Like, we could become a a title contender, and then maybe you get a better trade package in return. Maybe. So that's what I would think. Uh, Danny and the team there will do. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's take one more break. And when we come back, uh, Tass has a very fun tweet of the night. What do you got, Lily? Selling a little? Yeah. Cha-ching. Or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling savory sausages or offering ostentatious oddities, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the United States, and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash no dunks, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash no dunks now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash no dunks. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets. The things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs, whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. All right, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Tweet. Uh, oh, my God, it's been forever. It has been, but the tweets have been flowing uh, <laughs> since we did Tweet of the Night. Some breaking news. Number one. You can check in for your flight to Vegas. <laughs> I, just, I just got it on my Apple Watch. Wow. <laughs> got to hit that. Got to get that. Uh, <laughs> it's like just under 24 hours. It feels so good when you get to do it. I just flew southwest. Yeah. No check-in. Uh-uh. Oh, it's no so seat assignments. Yeah. No, yeah. Just dance. You just, you just you, you get get on that uh, that runway. You just start elbowing people to get to the front of the line, and you start climbing over seats to get to your favorite seat. No wonder there's so much like airport rage these yeah, days, yeah, yeah, you know? No I mean, you can't have that. That's just mayhem, especially when you got kids. Yeah, you should, how did that work with it was the family? Great. Yeah. It, was, it worked out okay. They do have like these prior, a couple priority things. A25, you get, line up. Yeah, you line oh. up in, in, you sort of have uh, different zones, uh, and you can pay to get in a high, uh, you know, one of the first zones. Um, so we did we did get into one of the early zones but Are people I was really, it was just people? really exciting like really exciting <laughs> who who's gonna sit like by the toilet who's, who's oh, gonna sit yeah. by the lab not me uh, so that was fun are people yelling at other people like sit down just grab a seat let's go like that's what uh, yeah, I, I would get no, frustrated with I mean that. the the, uh, the flight attendants do that oh, okay. you know they, they keep it moving but yeah. they're pretty fun those flight attendants on Southwest oh, I don't know if they have the reputation why no I'm just saying people <laughs> respect the flight attendants because yeah. I saw an another dude freaking out a little bit and i'm like come on man come on yeah like we're all we're all on this plane together. you don't get any faster wherever you sit on the plane just relax she's trying to do her best yeah. you know things are a bit tense have you ever done this days. what he's done uh here? not well in europe i have yeah, yeah some of those like easy jet and stuff like that where it's like just sit wherever you want so uh yeah it's a bit uh a bit chaotic you know yeah. it's not quite as crazy as jumping off a cliff but it's uh feels a bit that same <laughs> adrenaline rush lots there, of know? adrenaline yeah totally i totally agree with you uh, can yeah. you slide into somebody else's seat sure. mid-flight 
Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, wow. I get up. Wow. Musical chairs. Wow. Well, I don't know. If so I got my eye on an aisle or something, yeah. and I'm in the middle, and I just shove over, you know. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? It's like, sorry. Wow. No rules. I don't think it's no frowned upon. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, it's it's exciting. It's really exciting. Do you, you sit know? on the shitter? That's interesting. Yeah, they, they're usually overbooked on. Yeah, yeah. It was nice, actually. A lavatory at the front and the back. That's nice. Ooh, that's that's no, you're living the life. I had one in the middle yesterday. What? Right in the middle. Uh, don't like of that. the aisle. Don't like that. No, no, no. no, no on the, the plane. plane. Oh, you guys yeah. wasn't been on a plane. <laughs> wasn't that big of a comment? Yeah. Uh, but they good. just have the toilet right in the middle. Uh, at least you'd have some room to put your knees somewhere. Right? That'd be, <laughs> that would be uh, crazy. Uh, yeah, but we did have a, a bit of a rough landing, and uh, the flight attendant got on the mic with a, Whoa, Nelly! <laughs> oh, wow. That was great. Holy mackerel. Wow. Really good too. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the other piece of breaking news. Oh, yeah. The tweet. <laughs> the Kirbys have signed a 2012 Toyota Highlander Hybrid. Wow. To a long-term wow, deal. Wow, wow. Now this Look at that shiny some free vehicle. agency yeah. news. Yeah, Look at yeah, that yeah. tweet. Ooh, Look. this is a nice oh, white car here. In a uh, yeah. Please, please, yeah. Skeets. Oh, the cream? color is a blizzard pearl. Oh, oh wow. Very nice. Yeah, I told Laura I wouldn't call it jizzard pearl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it is white. So, so uh, if AC Green was the last car... I mean, this is, you know, a veteran. It's like a four-year college player. It's already, uh, you know, they've got some miles on the clock. I mean, what would you... you know? I know. I'm thinking of, I needed a, a, an NBA-related name. So somebody who changed teams midway through their career and still had a lot of juice left is what I'm looking for. Okay. Because the name I'm leaning towards right now is High High Washington. Because it's a Highlander yeah. hybrid. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but like he's a it. rookie. It's a rookie. Yeah. That, doesn't, that doesn't really flow too well. So, mm. I don't know, like PJ Brown. Uh, well, he was, uh, he was a solid vet. He was. He won a championship too. So, okay, uh, okay. you know, and I think he finished like eighth in MVP voting or something one year. Remember, he had that crazy run. So that's fine. That's good. Yeah. So feel free to slide into the YouTube comments yeah. or tweet at me on Twitter. Let me know a better name for this mm. uh, than PJ Brown. Okay. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Man, if there was a white, if there was a, because it's, it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Oh, so yeah, if there was like right. a combo guard. Whose last Andre, Andre Iguodala. What about Andre Iguodala, you know? like <laughs> I like know? it. Yeah. Iguodala. That's yeah, pretty yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. okay. I like it. We got Andre Iguodala out there. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, it's getting yeah. the Iggy. Okay. Have you... So, you have, you just got this, right? Like, a day or two ago? Last night, yeah. Whoa, wow. wow. Yeah, wow, we are... Uh, let me... Uh, 16, 16 hours we've had it so wow. far. Yeah. Right. Still fresh. Still got, uh, you know, five and a half days to take it back. If we I was going to say no buyer's remorse yet or anything like that. I know. Well, a lot of buyer's remorse. <laughs> but I figured out how to change the clock now, so I'm feeling better. Uh, oh. I'm feeling pretty confident once I go back out there that I'm going to be able to set the time. <laughs> so, I don't know a lot about this car yet. Yeah. As we were going to pick it up yesterday, I was Googling, do you have to plug in a Highlander hybrid? Yeah. Apparently not. Interesting. Regenerative braking. Yeah. Oh, that's right. what. That's, that's uh. Th- there's not more data move than to be like, I gotta set the clock. That's the gotta top priority the here. You know, like, how could I possibly know what time it is if the clock on the car isn't correct? <laughs> right. Right. All right. That's big news. Yeah. That's great. I like, and I like how you uh, ultimately went with the uh, jersey where it was hanging, hat on the mirror. I do think, you think that was. Do you think I botched it? Somebody said you should have put the hat on top yeah. of the car. 
I mean, the, like it's a top hat. of its head. Yeah, yeah. like I, I get excited anytime I see an automobile that has like a built-in hat on the car. You know what I mean? You see the, yeah, like a built-in hat, of course. Yeah, uh, but this is a tiny hat, mm. so you don't have a giant. <laughs> no, I think you. I think this was fine. Wow. I don't think you would have been able to see it well if you had put it on the top of the. Yeah. Top I of the agree. Car. I agree with yeah. that. And plus the. the the roof of the car is so big, mm. the hat fits appropriately on the side. I thought so. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's, it does. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's like a head. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I had that jersey hanging in the house yesterday after I took this picture. And Laura's like, why did you have your taco jersey out? I was like, to break the news on Twitter, of course. She's like, oh, yeah, you, right. you told me about that. Mm. You never ended up taking a photo of you shaking hands with the mirror, though? <sighs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want the behind the scenes on this? Originally, I wanted to hang the jersey from the upright windshield wipers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would have been that. my go-to, but <laughs> it was a little too wide. Yeah. A little too wide for the jersey. Couldn't make it happen. So I had to go to the mirror, and once I put it on the mirror, I was like, it's too much it doesn't seem on. like a yeah. hand anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it became a head. It became shoulders. Maybe the mirror is the head of a car. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, didn't go according to plan, but that's how high I wanted it. All right. Awesome. Uh, well, well, we'll check back in in a week after you <laughs> yeah. actually If I still this. have it. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. It could be going back for all we know. Okay, let's call it there. Uh, we got to check into our flight uh, to, to Vegas. <laughs> Email in your NBA questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at nodunksing. Get yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks. Get one of those. And uh, we're going out for drinks. Mm. Aubrey, what are we doing? <laughs> we're going out for drinks. <laughs> Was it Aubrey in the backseat? It was Aubrey. Yeah, yeah okay, it was, Aubrey. it was Aubrey. Aubrey didn't ever said we're going out to eat. But well, uh, Aubrey was a baby. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it had a lot of uh, pressure. On yeah, poor that's true. Kid. Anyway, we're going out for drinks this Saturday wow. night. Yeah, I can say this Saturday night in Las Vegas. Come hang with No Dunks uh, at a place called Starboard Tech, and we're aiming for around a 7 p.m. Uh, arrival. Low key, going to be a blast. Might even have a, a few. Uh, no dunk special guests popping mm. by. I, that's all I'm gonna say. Wow, <laughs> what's gonna going say. on? Starboard <laughs> uh, so yeah, seven o'clock starboard tack uh, uh, in Vegas because we are headed there for a little summer league action. We'll have a podcast uh, from summer league. We're not doing a live show, but uh, we'll hit you with a pod at some point. And uh, I think we got tickets to uh, Cirque du Soleil. Oh, awesome! Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Seen Cirque du Soleil? It's great. <laughs> Which ones have you seen? Michael Jackson. Oh, I think that's what we're going that's to. Worth it. It's worth seeing again. It's great. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely great. Okay. going to love it. Have you seen the Beatles one, too? No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen that. I one. had an option. Oh, well, can we trade? No, I want to see the Michael Jackson one. Uh oh. <laughs> Not mine! No, not it! Who's Toyota Highlander Hybrids honking? Uh, wow, I didn't know there was an option. <laughs> nah, it's worth it anyway, seeing uh, MJ. It's great. Okay. Everybody check. Uh, I'm good. Yeah. Well, it's done already. Yeah. Is it you? No, it's not me. No. Sometimes you're usually leaving by now. Yeah. No, show, no, no, uh, no, no, no. Mine's okay, fine. Okay. I don't. I don't think I lock it at JD's here anyway. So okay. yeah. it's a great neighborhood. Yeah, that's a great thing about electric car. You can't really go too far when you steal it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 so, so yeah, no podcast for uh, tomorrow for sure because we'll be traveling to Vegas. Uh, uh, you'll probably hear from us there on Saturday. But anyway, subscribe on Apple, Spotify. YouTube, and then you'll know when we're up. All right, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, and remember, see you at the TAC. <laughs> uh, I think that's what they call it, along with some no-dunks guests. Well, maybe. Slash Hall of Famers. Slash alumni. Slash... <laughs> 
Maybe they're making their return. Who knows? I don't Maybe know. there's going to be a big announcement there. I don't even know if they're coming. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Brace the day, people. <laughs> As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.